819 on the crosstalk on WIZM. Among other things, the Trump administration is making light bulbs great again. <laughs> Our guest on the crosstalk from uh, Institute for Energy Research, Dan Kish. Hey, good morning. Happy New Year. Thank you, Mike. Uh, Happy New Year to you. So let's talk a little about the light bulb everybody loves that the government decided everyone should hate. And and now maybe we'll get those light bulbs back. Did I read that correctly? Well, I don't know if we're going to end up getting uh, the other light bulbs back. But I think uh, further steps to make it harder and harder to get those bulbs are going to be taken away. So um, what people are finding is that with some LED bulbs now, if you get the right type and if you've got a Ph.D. in light bulbs, it seems like when I go to the hardware store I, 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 I need one now um, because of all these government regulations. got to save this much energy, it's got to do this, got to do that. And what they put a stop to was yet another tranche of these things coming down and uh, when they did the analysis, they determined that it was going to cost a lot more than it was going to save. And, uh, you know, we're not energy short in this country. No, no question about that, which continues to uh, bother me. The curly Q light bulbs that were going to save save uh, America and, and uh, save landfills and just save, save, save really haven't been uh, the do-all, end-all to dark rooms. Uh, I just mentioned before you and I went on the air, my biggest issue with them is that they don't turn on until they warm up. If you're in a cool room, uh, the light bulbs aren't at full strength for five, seven, ten minutes. Sometimes I just need to flip the switch on, see what I'm doing, grab that, flip the switch off, and I still have to do that in gray. Will those light bulbs ever become efficient enough to compete with the old incandescent bulbs? I don't think the fluorescent ones will, Mike. Um, but the LED bulbs now, the newer LED bulbs, uh do operate in cool temperatures. I know exactly what you're talking about. It's very annoying to have those things uh, warm up if yeah. you have a garage or something like that. Um, it, 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 plus, it's just wasting energy. It's sitting there puttering along trying to get started, and um, that's when they consume most of their energy. So uh, <laughs> those things will still be available, but what, the good thing about this, it's really about choice, right? Right. I mean, ultimately, your needs are different than mine um, when it comes to bulbs. I should be able to buy the kind of bulb I want, not have the government tell me what kind of bulb to buy. This is America. And um, I think that, that that's a big part of, of uh you know, what drove President Trump to do this. Yeah, well, and, and you're right. Uh, having to, instead of just going to the shelf, seeing a light bulb that you would like, uh, you know, you want a 20, a 40, a 60-watt bulb, right. uh, you can't do that. you got to look at the package. you got to read the comparable wattage and, you know, what used uh, to be. Lumens. And, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there are different colors that you can get. Um, yeah. And if you get the wrong one, you put it in the wrong place, it's, it's pretty stark. It's so, a problem. Um, but these are things that, uh, you know, as long as we're given choices, that's all people ask for, I think, sure. ultimately. Uh, give me a bulb that will fit my needs. Give me a, a, a turbine blade that is recyclable. I just 
read last week the uh, landfills in Wyoming are having a, a, a problem because 900 unreusable turbine blades are being sent to the Casper Regional Landfill to be buried uh, because, and they will be there for hundreds of years because they don't biodegrade. Huh. Oh, yeah. They, these are, they're, <laughs> they're, now all of a sudden we're beginning to see some of the problems that occur as a result of, of you know, people can point to all the uh, external effects from other energy sources, but now that we're beginning to see this, same thing with solar panels, um, and and as they get deployed out there and then go through their lifespan, uh, you have to deal with them in in some way. So they're trying to figure out how to recycle these, and in the meantime, they're burying them. Right. Well, and because they they uh, uh, apparently defy the ability of grinders to actually grind them up into a material that could be recycled. Uh, the grinders won't work because they're so they're so strong, which of course makes them the very difficult to biodegrade. Burying them is is really the only alternative. In fact, I got a note from somebody who said that uh, they just read recently that Mitchell, South Dakota's landfill is filling up very quickly because people are sending turbine blades to South Dakota for burial. Huh. Well. Uh, they're made of uh, they're made of resins and fiberglass, and it, it's sort of like uh, spaceship parts are made from yeah. uh, in order to have strength and lightness and all the rest. And you know, these are some of the external costs that people are going to have to uh, uh, contend with, and that nobody really told us about, did they? Do you suppose that uh, there will be a time in our lives? Uh, Dan, when uh, anybody with uh, half a sense will recognize that uh, some of the energy that we have been producing, be it natural gas or nuclear, uh, with uh, safeguards and upgraded technology, is a better way to create energy for the needs of American people than uh, than turbine blades and curly Q light bulbs? Right. Uh, I don't know. I mean, that's, that's asking if... Uh we'll ever see signs of uh, intelligent life in Washington, D.C., and uh, having lived here for a while, uh, yeah, uh, I'm not sure that'll ever happen. You're, uh, you're a little closer. Seems, yeah, it seems like uh, somebody comes up with an idea and the light bulb goes off in their head, and it uh, is a curly cue thing, and then they want to force everybody to do things that uh, may make sense to them, but don't make sense to uh, the people that have to live with the consequences, and so we get stuck. Well, and it, because in some cases, uh, the the person who's making that idea, that politician, doesn't own a car, doesn't drive. Now that they're a politician, they get driven every place, so they don't buy a gallon of gas. As you've mentioned uh, in the past, some of the uh, loudest uh, supporters of of eliminating gasoline, uh, like Barbara Streisand, hasn't bought a gallon of gas in so many years, she doesn't have the foggiest idea what she's talking about. Uh, uh, AOC in Washington, D.C. wants to outlaw all of these modes of transportation or fuel without having any idea what might replace that fuel in the future. Right, and without a, without an appreciation of... of um just what it takes to run this big, 
beautiful country of ours, uh, moving things from one part of the country to the next. Uh, it's we're on wheels. Yeah. This country is on wheels, and uh, and that takes energy. One of our, by the way, uh, I just want to throw this out there in case you have the connections to uh, to make this work. One of our uh, listeners suggested that maybe turbine blades could be incorporated into building the border wall. Huh. That's a great idea. <laughs> if you can feel, figure out a way to weld them together or, I don't know, something. Uh, glue them together. <laughs> glue them together. Yeah, that that would work. Certainly, uh, you can't drill through them, so you can't climb over them. Something. There's There's got to be a way. Uh, uh, Dan Kish, thank you. Happy New Year, my friend. It is always good to uh, talk with you because of your uh, your insight into what the real world is like what uh, some in the government wanted to be like and then of course we run into stories like hey there's your turbine blades filling up your landfill landfill this yeah and now what are we going to do